My name is Mike Shepard. I'm a producer. I want to get to know the artists in my new community. This is A Thousand Meals with a Thousand Artists. Victor and basically I'm interested in photography and videography. artists is back. We did take a short break uh, over the holidays, obviously. Things get a little bit busy and coming back into January, I was uh, quite, quite busy starting new projects and quite a lot going on. So I took a bit of a break, but I'm glad that A Thousand Meals is back. We should be back to the weekly schedule. So once a week, we will come in with different artists that I speak to. I've already got the next six or seven booked so you should be able to get this podcast back on the regular weekly schedule. This week, I had the pleasure of sitting down with Victor. So Victor is um, a young artist that's really, you know, at the beginning of, of his journey through the arts. He's relatively new to Canada. Um, he talks actually quite a bit about uh, Ukraine um, and his time there and what that culture means to him. Um, especially through the arts and the lens that arts can give you to spotlight things going on in the world, to enhance um, and keep culture in the minds of people even, even long after you are gone. Um, Victor speaks quite passionately about that and why he feels that the arts are really important and it's been a big part not only of his culture um, and his background, but why he's drawn to it. Um, he has a great quote in, in this episode about not being forgotten because you can speak through the arts and how it can be a universal language. If you struggle with language, if you struggle with communication, arts can be a really strong and powerful tool to communicate. Um, and it was a really lovely conversation. I, I'm so glad Victor and I finally got to sit down and chat. I met him through my contacts at the Ottawa Youth Film Festival. Um, it's been really, really amazing to partner with this organization to learn a bit about what they're doing. Um, this is the third person, or maybe fourth, actually, that I've spoken to in this series that um, that's involved in this festival. I will be speaking to the two founders soon. I've, I've been meaning to follow up with both of them and get them on the podcast, so look forward to that in the coming weeks. For now, Victor and I uh, sat down and shared dumplings at a really lovely little restaurant on Bank Street in Ottawa um, that's called Dumplings Dumplings. But the first dumpling is a question mark and the second is the answer. So if you're craving dumplings uh, in Ottawa, I highly recommend this place on Bank Street. Um, we sat down for over an hour and just chatted about Victor's journey through the arts, starting with photography and videography and the differences between the two and also the similarities, why they work so well together. 
he speaks a bit about his family and their background in music. Everyone can just pick up a musical instrument and start playing it. Um, and Victor shows me right during this meal, this really small, interesting uh, musical instrument he has that kind of looks like a key. So you put it in your mouth um, and you sort of hit the side of it, which creates a vibration. But he says with the pressure that you're putting down on it, you're not like biting down on it, but you're just putting some pressure on it and you can use your tongue to change the vibrations which makes music. Um, so it was really interesting. It was very interesting to talk to someone who is really just discovering what its interests are. You know, I asked him a lot of the standard questions about his influences and where where he sees uh, himself going in the arts. And it was really awesome to, to hear that he doesn't know and he's working on it and he's finding it out and he's just trying to learn those fundamentals. That's really important. It gives you such a good foundation as an artist moving forward. So I'm really thankful that we got a chance to talk. Um, this is one of the conversations that I know I'm going to look back on and want to follow up with Victor down the road. Um, I've thought about that in this series of doing catch-ups with artists maybe a year or two later and see where they are um, then versus now. And Victor's definitely someone that I'll be interested to see what, what he discovers over the next little bit um, and what interests him. So I hope you enjoy our conversation. Again, we were at Dumpling Dumpling uh, downtown uh, Ottawa, right on Bank Street. Um, we shared some dumplings. We chatted a bit uh, about uh, the future and what things hold. He is involved and will maybe even be submitting something, I'm not sure, to the Ottawa Youth Film Festival. But uh, you can definitely check out his work there and keep an eye on someone who's going to be in a production assistant throughout uh, Ottawa on various projects. So I hope you enjoy my conversation with Victor. We're very uh, happy to be back here on A Thousand Meals. So check out for weekly podcasts as I continue my journey to try to speak to a thousand artists in the Ottawa area. So photography, I've been interested for a while, mm -hmm. but when I first came to the Germany, I'll say like a few years ago already, I started more like getting in depth about photography itself and like learning some skills about it. Yeah. And uh, with the videography, I also met at the same time when I've been in Germany. So while you were in Germany, you were still doing, like you yeah, had so already I, been interested. Yeah, yeah. so I met with the videography in Germany, but I've been before in photography and uh, the basics, of it, I would say. Yeah, yeah, just videography, like, photography, the basics, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. building the foundation and like yeah. developing some ways to like develop more. Yeah. Uh, so in Germany, Speaking about uh, videography, uh, there was a small organization, I would say it's Pink Pepper Studios. They mostly focused on broadcasting and uh, making some studio shots. For sure. example, they need to do a weather forecast mm. or they need to make an interview and they offer their space okay. and their equipment as like, something that'll be used for this. Very cool. And with them, I learned how to do uh, broadcasts. Mostly on a studio, not outside, except in other equipment, mostly inside of the studio. But, yeah. Uh, I found it very interesting for myself just because seeing how every single aspect is matter. So not only like you need the camera for this, you need the, also the lights, you have to understand how the lights works. Yeah. And uh, you need to understand how the audio works and which audio you need to apply to make it work. Yeah. Because it's not only about what's happening in front of the camera. It's also about what's happening behind and behind. Yeah. 
a lot of things you have to check. It's a lot more because, technical than people yeah. realize. They, they just think, of, especially yeah. for film, they just think of, oh, it's the actors and the thing. But there's like yeah. a million steps, like you're saying, yes. that happen before you even yes. see the person. Yeah. And yeah. I like the idea of that complexity of film just because, because it's something not everyone realizes, as you said. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot more interesting to how it's been like made. It's yeah. I'll say the same way as the why people learn the sciences. It's interesting for them to explore more about yeah. for example biology and how the living things work and uh, So you're really exploring those fundamentals yeah. right now, right? Like you're like you're saying. I like the way you put it like that base. You're 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 building that ground level right yes. now and getting that understanding, all that technical side. And you've been doing that for both videography and photography. Yes. Do you find like that's a very similar thing? Like, is it easy to kind of go from one to another? And are they very similar in that uh, way? I would say they're pretty much similar because yeah. uh, one came up of, of another. Oh, so, for sure. Film is moving pictures, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. First, we had uh, drawings, and mm -hmm. by drawings, we shared the story that we had. Mm -hmm. We also had a music, which we also used to tell stories as, uh, for example, some symphonies, right? It's not only the mix of the sounds that goes up and down, it's also the story of that world and uh, the music of the Renaissance uh, presents what was happening during the Renaissance and uh, combining these two things, like the photography and audio, we came up with the video and uh, it had the music and by the music they portrayed the uh, emotion. Mm. That's like more on the also symbolic part, yeah. but more on the technical part. It's uh, photography is not only about uh, taking a photo; it's also about how you see this mm. and uh, where you position yourself, where you set the lights if it's one object you want to take a picture of. All the small little things of light and uh, focus and yeah, the camera position. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's all came to the movie. Yeah, yeah, and I think I, I like the way you're kind of framing that as you can look at it from obviously the storytelling art side. Yeah. Like through music, we're going to tell this, but there's so much technical that goes into it. Yeah. Everything you're saying, camera position, you're looking at lenses that you're using, you're getting lighting, like doing all these various things. Yeah, and it makes sense that photography and film similar. One is still, one is movement, but they both can kind of tell a story, they can both do that. And it is interesting that you're really approaching it from that technical yeah. side, learning learning that tech side of it. I always just be me and that's what I'm interested in. It's the way how I learn things. It's mm. not I'm just pushing through and I've seen how it works, I'm more interested in how it's being made. Oh, interesting. So, okay. It's, and you're talking about like physically how it's made, like yeah. seeing the really I'm, behind the scenes yeah, process. Yeah, I'm more okay. fun to learn the theory, to yeah. just have that understanding of how the basic things works there. And yeah. Uh, yeah. as I said, after building that foundation, I'm more eager to move on. And yeah, and I think I think that's a good place, obviously, to start. Like, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of people, and like I'm one of them, where the like passion for the art sort of came forth so quickly that yeah. I had to sort of take a step back to learn those fundamentals. Yeah. It's kind of good <laughs> and refreshing to hear yeah. that you're someone at a younger age saying, well, I want to learn those fundamentals now, because yeah. then in 10 years, you'll understand them more than really probably anybody, because you're going to be diving into those yeah. things. Yeah. Um, and like, where are you sort of learning these things? Like, is this something that you're focusing on in school? Is this something you're more like on your free time doing? Is it a mix of both? Like, how are you 
going about like learning all these fundamentals? Uh, I'm trying to uh, research some, maybe some information about this. Mm. Yeah. As everything in the world has been written in the books or some journals or in some other ways, so in other ways of guide. You have at your fingertips with the internet now access yes. to everyone's information all over the place. Yeah, so it makes so total sense. Yeah. I use this as like a way of researching and yeah. learning. It's not good to just learn the theory. It's the same way as learning the math. It's mm -hmm. going to be not useful for you if you don't know how it's been made. Yeah. By practice. So yeah. it's also a way how I learn by practice. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's like a good way to approach it. And frankly. I mean, are you finding that you have those opportunities in Ottawa? Are you finding there are opportunities to production assistants to do things like that? Do you think there should be more? Like, what's been your experience with that? So, it's my experience about this, I'll say that uh, seeing how slowly Ottawa is developing that part, uh, so I've been hearing a lot that the Ottawa is like, that's a bit boring because of, there's no opportunities for Is that what people. a lot of people will say? Yeah, yeah so. Yes, there's a small groups of artists, there's small groups of like, filmmakers or yeah. musicians, but maybe not that organized levels in other cities or anywhere in uh, Canada. Yeah, I mean, Ottawa being, you know, just over a million people, obviously we don't have the same sort of like size that a place like Toronto has. Yes. But I've seen, and you bring up a good point, and that's like a good thing to know, yeah. that there are these, these, like you're saying, these groups small group of actors over here, small group of maybe professionals doing film over here, small groups like of musicians. And I think that even in a small community, I've seen that you can get more opportunities and organize yourselves if you have yeah. enough people like creating them. But it sounds like you're saying that maybe there's room to create more opportunities yes. with those groups than, than there is. Yes. Yeah. Um, for example, there's the upcoming event happening for the film festival, right? Mm -hmm. It's the place where the people gather up and share their art, and uh, there's possibility for them to learn more or get more context and just to get a sense of like your style and what you like. Are there any movies or photographers or other artists that you have tried to learn a lot about them or track their stuff, or like their style just speaks to you? Well, currently I'm just trying to find my own style in... I think that's fair. ...in a mix of that. <laughs> yeah, that's totally fair. But I find a lot of good landscape photographers. Uh, landscape, okay. Yes, I found it very interesting how they show the nature itself. The way how they portray the, the scale of nature and how they capture the moment of it, it's very nice to me. And some of them just, like, I don't know, ring the bell for me. And Something that's very similar to what I see, for example, in nature. Yeah. Or the, uh, mm. An example that has the stone to give the Ukrainian guitarist. Mm. He, uh, he plays in finger style, and it's very interesting to see how he comes up with his own style and uh, how he used the guitar not only as the instrument, but also like think that the object that would allow you and others to yeah share the the moment you have. Yeah, no it is it is interesting how they're able to use those kinds of tools to do that. And and I think that's fair to just say that you're looking for your style right now. Yes. Like you're trying to find what is your style and what suits you. But yeah, it's 
it, it makes sense. That there are certain people you might be drawn to, and you might look at them, but you want to define your own voice within that. But it's interesting you say landscape, but that's that's not honestly what I was expecting you to say. <laughs> but like landscape, you're the, you're probably the, you're the second person I've spoken to that has been looking for art in nature, which I think is really interesting for photography, for film, all of that. Like I think that's really cool. I'm the person that connected to the music, but also yes to the nature, mm -hmm. to the fact that uh, the country where I'm from, the culture that I have is something that um, says the First Nations here in Canada, they take care of the nature, they love it and they respect it. Right. For me, it's just finding something beautiful in the nature is fascinating. It's just, this is the world where we live. And, yeah. And that kind of appreciation you're saying yes. for nature comes from, that's part of your culture, that's yes. deep in you, that, that's rooted in you. So you think that that's kind of yes. why that speaks to you. And I mean, obviously you said music as well, but why nature, you think it comes from that more so connected to your culture. It's been part of growing up, that yes. type of thing, yeah. yeah. And then where did music come from then? Like, was, is that just all you? <laughs> you were just like, yeah, music. I love the music. Yeah. <laughs> Just from the beginning, I've always been interested from, to the music, and uh, like the, my family is, uh, oh, they all uh, know and how to play at least one musical instrument. And my family is either the pianist or guitarist. Or That's a musical family. Everyone can play a musical instrument, really. Yes. Can you? I'm learning right You're now. learning one. Okay, yes. okay. I want to. And I'm learning how to. Well, you want to because your whole family can yes. pick up instruments and learn them. That's, but that's, I mean, that's, that's both, in, like, it's interesting and it's fair. Like, you've got your cultural influences that connect you with nature. Yes. Your family's very musical, which connects you to music. Um, it's interesting. I just, I find that so fascinating when every member of your family knows at least the musical instrument because just can just play it. Um, and you're learning now. Like, is there a particular instrument, like, that you're learning that you're focusing on or? So, for myself, just uh, when I'm just getting bored, I usually play on the small Ukrainian musical instrument. Okay. It's fairly easy to learn. It's, uh, it is well known in the world. It's this. It's called Dremba. And uh, how does that work? Like a vibration thing? Or? The vibration. Okay. And uh, just so people, because it's an audio format, yes. it, you're holding what, to me, I'm going to describe it, and then you can correct it with everyone, because my description is terrible. It looks like a key. Like it looks like a key, key. Yeah. yes. But you have to put them on between your teeth. Okay. So it makes this, right? Okay. You're not biting it, right? But you put it just there, and okay. then you make the sound. Oh, wow. And so you're just flicking it. You're flicking it, but okay. also you have to combine the, the tongue movements. Yeah, okay. Because you, you, there's clearly a spot for your mouth to go. Like It's almost like a mouth yes. piece. So, yeah, it's, it's a key, but you literally just made sound out of that somehow. That's very cool. And uh, this is the Ukrainian musical instrument, the Hotsus Poet. Mm. And uh, mm, I find that very interesting for me just because once I saw it, I just wanted to buy it. And, yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Uh, because it's, it's I like that it, you can bring it anywhere. So any any time yes. that you want to practice it, you have it with you. It's easier than like a, you can't always bring a piano <laughs> everywhere. But well, that you can if you have the small portable. Yeah, that's true. Thanks to the technology, right? Yeah. You can 
for the small piano keys, but I would say it's sounds a lot easier. Not everyone knows. a lot easier. That was a key in our pocket. And what's it called again? Brimba. Brimba? Yes. Okay. But in English, it's called John Marble. Okay. I've never even, I've never heard of that. I've never seen it. It honestly, like, it looks like a big key, but I can now where you, I can see where you're saying, okay, this is where your mouth goes. You you make the sound, the vibration. You're saying you have to use your tongue as well to kind of make the music. That's yes. really cool. That's really interesting. Okay, so you've obviously inherited your family's interest in music if you found that obscure thing. But yeah. that's very cool. That's really neat. Just thinking about artists mm -hmm. in the past, I wasn't able to communicate just using the words. So, mm. so you find there's a communication piece there too. Then you can communicate. Maybe not right now, but like going through this and learn about it. Eventually, yeah. I would learn how to. Well, how to language, try. like you're saying, like language can be difficult because we don't all speak the same language. Yes. But photography, film, music, those yes. have universalities to them, right? Yes. Like you, you don't have to speak the same language to be moved by a photo, yes. even a film, regardless of what language it's in. And not all film has words spoken, but he, regardless, you can you can communicate something powerful yes. even if you don't understand the language. So no, I, I I think that's a very I think you're absolutely right. As you continue to progress as a filmmaker, as a photographer, yes. you will learn those skills, and it will probably make communicating ten times easier <laughs> because you'll you'll have all these methods. But where do you see this going? Like, do you see yourself? as being someone that in five years is making films or producing photography exhibits or doing like, do you, have you thought that far yet? I know you're, you, you've explained very much that you're a very technical step-by-step -step person, but where, where do you see the future for you in, in this art form? I would say in the next five years, so and uh, education in the college. Yeah. So, you know, film started. Do you want to go to school for film? Like you want to yeah. study film? So, yeah. yeah, I just yeah. would like to visit. Uh, yeah. For example, I've been visiting Algonquin College okay. to see what they can offer for TV and broadcast or yeah. the movie. Yeah. Or the film studies, right? Yeah. And uh, just having this some idea of how it looks like and already easier for me to just find in the next five years of yeah. what I will be doing. Yeah. And I'll say yes, I'll Probably take a part in the like shooting the film, yeah, and participate in that. So I'm more on the technical side because yeah. I'm a technical person. Yeah, and I don't certainly with my question, I don't mean to, to rush you down the road. You have a lot of time, and there's time to figure out kind of your next steps. But it's like those are it's good to have those goals. You want to go study film, whether it be at all gone for other programs. Like it's good to continue to do that. I basically did the same thing with my interest in theater. I went to school to study it, but also on the side, tried to do theater productions, tried to get stay involved. So no, it's a, it's definitely a good method. And you have the time, like you're you're you've got the time to figure it out. You've got the time to kind of learn into it. But it's it's nice to have that goal. I would also say that my inspiration to play the art and to make something is comes from where I'm from. Yeah. As Ukraine is the big country and a cultural mm. idea is that yeah, a thousand years of when Ukraine been under someone and being oppressed by different countries and uh, we always created something, we always uh, got
the poetry, arts, music, to just uh, represent who we are and not letting others to forget about us and what we are because at least one person that knows you is going to be like, you will not, you will not disappear. You will not be forget. With the recent news that's happening in Ukraine, that makes me, uh, what motivates me to learn more and uh, explore more about arts too, as the way to express uh, what Ukrainians are and to show the creative side that we have to bring some attention to, to us. Lastly, I'll say thanks to my father just for defending my country and letting me be here. So. A Thousand Meals with a Thousand Artists is a project of Soul One Arts Inc. Produced and edited by me, Mike Shepard. Original music by Savannah Shea. Thank you to this week's artists and to the local restaurants who host us. For more on A Thousand Meals with a Thousand Artists and Soul One, please visit soulonearts.ca. If you're an artist, feel free to reach out to us on our website and connect for your own meal. Thank you for listening.